Welcome back, everybody, to Dice and Consequences, our incarnate campaign. Uh, here on Dice and Consequences, I am Jake Geedy, your humble dungeon master, and join around the table with me. Ah, I just hit my uh, my pop filter. Anyway, moving around the table, we've got Savannah Baldwin. Kiaru. We got Kirsty Hamilton. Asuna. Uh, we got uh, Austin Woodyard. Usan. And uh, then, of course, bringing up the rear, we got the scumbag of justice, Chris. Uh, Limfu. There we go. All right. I'm sorry, man. I just I had to put that in. That is that has been one of my favorite things of the whole of the whole just everything that's come with this. That has been just a delight for me. So anyway, uh, so welcome back to Dice and Consequences. This is our incarnate campaign. This is, I believe, session two on the uh, on the books here. Um, I'm going to go ahead and do a. Um, Actually, I'm not going to do the recap. I'll make you guys go ahead and do the recap. I'll fill in the gaps uh, as we go. Uh, so we just had uh, the last uh, episode we had before here was our intro. So we hope you guys uh, enjoyed those and kind of got an idea of who the characters are and uh, kind of an idea of what the setting is that we're uh, going with. Uh, so we're going to go ahead and uh, get some uh, D20 rolls there for me, everybody. So we got a five, a two... So, so far, the number to beat is five from uh, Kiaru. A one. There's a 13 and a nat one. All right. So, with that nat oh, one, one, Mav, you're up. No, I'm joking. Actually, it's Chris. Chris, highest number gets the honors to do this one today. It's a privilege. Uh. So, uh, Lim Fu, go ahead and give us a quick recap of what you can remember from our last session here on uh, in the beautiful land of Valen. Well, from my point of the recap, I just got off a boat after I kind of uh, snuck aboard, got thrown off, almost froze to death, and I got to watch a small family fight. Okay, that's fair. Uh, anybody want to add uh, from their character's perspective there? How about we go down from uh, from highest to lowest here? So let's go with uh, Kiaru. How was, uh, how was yours last session? Oh, gosh. It was a bad day for Kiaru. Um... More like Asuna. <laughs> well, we, we were walking together, and all of a sudden, this crazy guy just runs up. Um, apparently, stocky, not not. Long. He's not. He's not <laughs> lanky. He's, he's not, not like out there. Apparent, apparently, he's, he's not actually, lanky. He's actually short. <laughs> um, there five, must have been some two, weird like say. like horizon distortion or something. I don't know. Um, <laughs> but anyways. <laughs> This guy who uh, seemed very threatening, um, Kiaru ended up accidentally hitting her sister when trying to stop him, and then um, the threatening character uh, put Mr. Korematsu, the repairman slash antique fixer, um, into his floor in his shop, and uh, when Kiaru went to help the poor guy, he uh, uh, got knocked out again, <laughs> somehow. and. Anyways, so then... No, 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 not somehow. <laughs> somehow. You, you launched a block, you accidentally froze the ice and launched it into his face. Um, Monster. You know. <laughs> we ended up going to get our grandma, who was healing uh, our friend Lim here. Oh, and then Usan showed up and started trying to talk to us. And then all of a sudden he knew our language, which was really cool. And then I don't know about cool, kind of shady. I don't know. And then bad <laughs> things happen. Would someone like to say that part? 
Uh, we'll go ahead and go down to Asuna. So Asuna, what happened in uh, what happened to yours? I'll go ahead and cover the rest of the stuff and then recap there. Well, some crazy things happened, and essentially, uh, hold on. Was there like a cloud of shadowy like thing that like launched our grandma out of our little igloo and then took over our chief and just did a lot of bad things? It was really traumatizing. And I'm not sure all of that was an accident on Kiaru's part. <laughs> oh, so you think it was Kiaru's fault then? I mean, I don't know. It's probably Kiaru's fault. With, probably. With the, with the weird shadow thing? I mean, maybe not that part, but like maybe <laughs> everything leading up to it. <laughs> oh, you mean me hitting you? Yeah, I don't think that was an accident. I mean, mostly. <laughs> mostly. <laughs> At least I didn't mean for it to happen twice. Oh, got it. I'll keep that in mind. <laughs> All right. Uh, and then we'll go down to Usan. What happened? Yeah. So I got brought to this place. Uh, not of my own volition. Uh, got chased around by the locals. Uh, huge misunderstanding. Uh, and then my book go ahead and uh, revealed itself to the rest of these, these fine folk. That's true. All right. So let me go ahead and fill in the gaps in what we have here. All right. So uh, we started on a crisp day in um, Kariku, the island here, uh, which is the beautiful colony that Asuna and Kyaru call their home. We started with Usan, who awoke in a uh, in an ice barn, uh, being uh, licked by one of the local livestock, and then. Uh, he decided he shouldn't be here, especially after the young farm girl, uh, opened, uh, the barn door, uh, screamed in an unintelligible language to him, and ran away to the house. Her father then came out and started, uh, hucking ice spears, uh, at him. Uh, he ran into town after breaking through, uh, several other people's houses, uh, and meeting our uh, lovely twins as they were going to market. Asuna decided she was going to rush right in, and uh, Kyaru uh, tried to uh, take action herself and ended up, uh, well, freezing her sister to the side of the wall, well, then uh, hitting her in the back of the head with another uh, thing. Uh, Asuna also just couldn't, for the life of her, do much of anything. Mr. Korematsu, unfortunately, uh, got planted into uh, the floor of his shop. Uh, and was taken to uh, get healed. Usan faded away uh, into the shadows, and uh, Asuna and uh, Kiaru were unable to find him. Uh, meanwhile, Lim Fu awoke with uh, some battered injuries on uh, in the very bowels of an Earth Clan ship. He uh, came up top, uh, met some, of course, wonderful high sea sailors that uh, threw him overboard after extorting him for money. The Port Authority then shut the boat down. Uh, he collapsed and woke up here in the uh, healing igloo. Now, uh, fast forwarding past a little bit uh, more of the in inconsequential stuff. The book appeared, appeared before everybody. I believe it actually killed the village elder. Something else catapulted Gran out of the uh, out of the igloo, as was mentioned before, and the snowfall became black with soot. 
and giant rocks and fire got launched into the town. Usan uh, had made his escape, and when the book called, he collapsed. Usan awoke in the snowbank to see the harbor full of black metal ships. Asuno ran out to check on Gran, and Kiaru and Lim are now uh, are now uh, standing in the igloo, waiting to take action. And that is where we find our wonderful heroes uh, as we start. So we're going to go ahead and start with uh, Kiaru and Lim. So you guys are here in uh, the igloo. Let's go. Uh, actually, I had just run outside to go check on Graham when everything okay. happened. I wasn't sure if you'd done that yet. So, okay. So you guys have just run out. So uh, you run out of the igloo, okay? And as you uh, step out of the healer's hut, you see a gathering of people uh, kind of around uh, Grand. There are people like screaming and going like, oh, what's going, you know, oh, oh, oh what's going on? There's a lot of murmuring uh, as they look over at the igloo and they look at the uh, woman's body in the uh, street. Uh, you see Asuna uh, kneeling at your grand side and holding her hand and like patting uh, patting the top of her hand, not daring to touch her face. Kiaru, as, uh, as you guys approach, uh, Lim steps forward and you rush to your grandma's side. As that happens, a huge explosion goes off as a giant rock flies through and crushes one of the buildings uh, about a block away from you, sending snow and ice flying everywhere. And this sends everybody else now into a frenzy. People are running around now, scared, trying to figure out what's going on. The sirens come on over the uh, public address system that is throughout your whole town. The voice comes on telling everybody to remain calm and to uh, go to their uh, designated shelters. The men and fighting women are called to the harbor to defend from the invaders. There are women and children and animals rushing all about and suddenly what was a mostly peaceful day uh, has suddenly become your worst nightmare. What do you do? First thing, we need to get Gran to a safe place where we can assess what's going on with her. We know where the designated shelters are, correct? Yes, you do know where the designated shelters are. Okay, is her medical hut one of them? Yes, her medical hut is, is one of the designated shelters. Okay, I'm gonna get people to help me uh, drag her inside so that we can check on her and see what's going on. Okay, uh, you, you call and you try to flag people down, but as you do, Another explosion goes off. This one, this one, hot with fire, melt uh, hits one of the buildings off to the side and melts. You hear you hear it hit and contact with people, and you hear people scream within as the uh, building collapses. The ice melts, and the fire begins to spread to the uh, other buildings. Asuna is is holding Gran, and how do you feel right now, holding holding your grandmother? Almost numb. I I just I can't believe it. I'm just shocked. I I don't know what's going on. I'm just completely overwhelmed. Okay. I I try to call out to my sister. Let's try to do it ourselves. Yeah. 
Asuna, let's let's drag Gran into the hut. I uh, or Usa. Usa. Uh, we need to go. Go where? Find a vessel or something. And gather as many people as we can as we flee here. We have to tend to Gran. We need to go somewhere safe so that we can get her out of the situation. It's and not check on safe it. here, though. We need to go. Is there a way a little bit away from the explosions that we can go? As far as you know, these things are, are just getting launched willy-nilly into the into the town. But Grand's hut hasn't been hit yet. Perhaps we and have some time for now. But invaders will be arriving shortly. It is merely a barrage they used to open up their foe. Well, let's drag her inside really quickly and assess her injuries, and then we can make like a like a sleigh or something to uh, take her with us if she can't get up. Usan rolls his eyes, and he'll assist you <laughs> in grabbing the woman <laughs> and hauling okay. her into the, the hut. And what is Lim doing during all of this? You know, let's probably get out of this bathtub right now. <laughs> you were you were out of the bathtub. You got back in. You got back in. I was just like, no, this isn't my this isn't my time. I'm it's like, just. It's like it's like you know the, the the nice old woman told me to uh, told me <laughs> to to, uh, to just stay in the tubs. I, I want to go and just get back in there and just kind of yeah. After some time, but nah. So I'm just gonna go over, even though I can't understand what they're saying. I kind of get the idea of what they're trying to do. So I'm just gonna help <laughs> them take their grandma back inside and see what I can do. Nobody okay. look at the chieftain. Just. Oh yeah, uh, yeah. So as you guys walk in, um, the <laughs> chieftain's body actually has uh, sunken and uh, has kind of shriveled up. It looks like it's almost mummified. His, you know, once well-fitting, you know, smock and parka and everything uh, don't seem to fit very well. I throw a cloth over it all. Okay, you uh, successfully throw a cloth over it. <laughs> That um, sounds really a bad and awful. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I, I wouldn't want to look at that either, so that's fair. Okay, uh, we need to assess Gran. Okay, so go ahead and give me, uh, I guess you can give me a medicine check, uh, or uh, you can use some lacing or whatever you want to do here. We'll start with the medicine check. Let me look at my forms that I have. Uh, I have healing waters, too, that I can throw out there. Yeah. Which does ten points of healing. Mm-hmm. Okay. Oh, you do. Oh, you do that to her right now. Oh, sure. <laughs> I well, just I, I just you, you you clicked it, so that's why I was I was. Thinking. Oh, did I? We're using roll twenty, so so stuff comes up to me weird. <laughs> um. Yeah. So uh, it's a ten for the medicine check, and then yeah, I clicked on the healing water, so it's ten healing. But um, I was gonna see what happened with the medicine check first. Okay. So, uh, with the medicine check, um, is anybody helping? Uh, is anybody going to help? Uh, I'll help her. I'm just watching the door. Okay, so Asuna and Kiara do it. So, we're going to go ahead and give you that that help with the 19 there. Okay. So, that's a 19. Gran is very, very injured. Okay. Very then, hurt. Yes, I apply um, those 10 hit points. Yes. Um, it, uh, you... Uh, there's like some nasty bruises from what you would assume is probably some kind of internal bleeding 
Um, and as you place the healing waters uh, on her, um, the bruises begin to fade, but they don't disappear completely. Um, uh, her clavicle, which was uh, almost completely powdered from the impact, uh, does uh, kind of does fuse itself back, and her chest almost seems like it uh, rises up again to where it normally would be, and um, she stirs uh, feebly. Gran, Gran, are you okay? Kyaru? Dear, is is that you? Yes. Uh, try to take it easy. We're gonna get you out of here. I, I'm not worried, dear. I'm with you. I'm. And she just goes silent. Gran, is she still breathing? What was Gran? that? Is she still breathing? Uh, yeah, so, uh, as Asuna, like, goes, Grand, Grand, and, like, shakes her sh- slightly, she goes, and she, uh, kind of wakes up, uh, her, uh, she, but she keeps, um, kind of wetting her mouth a little bit, as if it's really dry, as if, <clears throat> and there's an un- unnatural red on the inside of her lips. Um, I try to find some drinking water in the hut. Uh, okay, uh, so, uh, Asuna rushes, you rush over to, uh, the medicine cabinet. Um, and, uh, opening everything up, you rifle through. And, uh, you do find, uh, some, you know, polar drinking water that's normally used for, like, minor cuts and things like that, like, minor abrasions, but it's definitely potable. Um, and you bring it over to her and, uh, administer it. Um, she takes it, but, uh, not, she, so it, it hits her mouth and, um, she kind of splutters a bit, but tries to drink it, realizes what you're trying to do, and she drinks it a little bit, but not much of it goes down her throat. A a lot of it just kind of spills out uh, out the side of her of her mouth she can't quite she can't quite keep her mouth taut enough to really drink it in and it looks like her left arm isn't working quite right does she seem stable enough for us to move her on like a sled no okay Kiara, you have to be able to do something can, something more can, i i can't do anything can i check her arm yes do you want me to roll something? Uh, no, uh, I'll go ahead and go off, go off the thing. So, uh, you roll up, uh, you check her arm, and you, it is completely free of, uh, of her shoulder. Her shoulder is uh, completely separated. Okay. Okay. I'm gonna have to put her shoulder back in. Okay. Um, I've seen this before. Oh, God. So, <laughs> I, I asked my sister to help me brace her while I get the arm in the right angle. Okay. Okay. Uh, go ahead and give me a uh, medicine check. Oh, you bastard. Mm-hmm. I was like, please. Regular <laughs> <clears throat> strength check and while you're at it. Oh, God. It's not great. An eight. An eight. Okay. So uh, you. Or if someone you... wants to help. <laughs> I mean, I'm kind of already helping. Okay. Ten. So, ten. Okay. So, um, 
you manage to to get the bone in, like to get it, to slot it right back, to slot it back in, uh, but you hear like a like that as a oh, as wow. like a kind of like mm. pop as uh, you probably did some soft tissue damage okay. uh, in there as we well. Can but it is set. It was extraordinarily painful, but she doesn't make a sound. She doesn't make a sound. She doesn't make a sound. She Grandma, stopped. did you feel that? And her eyes kind of flutter open for a bit, and she looks over at uh, Asuna. She smiles and gently like reaches her hand up and uh, goes, Oh, you look like Volair. And uh, kind of touches your face feebly and uh, lets it drop down a little bit. Okay. Uh, but uh, then she goes, she, she looks over and she goes, what? What's wrong? I, I need to check her spine. Okay. I want to check her back. Let's go. Okay. And her neck. Okay. I'm helping. Uh, so uh, checking checking her, her spine, uh, you don't feel that anything is, uh, is wrong. I mean... She's got a little bit of like the stuff that somebody in her of her age would normally have, but miraculously her spine is actually pretty well intact. Uh, her neck, upon feeling it, it doesn't feel like anything is out of is out of place, but it does feel inflamed. Uh, her moving down towards her hip, it looks like her. It feels like her pelvis is kind of split in half. Oh no! Oh god! Oof. Is that where the bleeding's coming from? The bleeding is coming from uh, her ab- uh, from her uh, abdomen, lower uh, the lower part. Yeah, pretty close to her to her pelvis. I would say just uh, below uh, just below her stomach, near her intestines. I'm gonna. What about her head? Her head. She's definitely got a concussion. She's mm-hmm. definitely got a concussion. To the severity, you're not quite sure. She is, however, starting to you know see your mother and see other people there so that might not be a good sign uh right. she does oh so she does have a have a, a a gash over her uh right her right eyebrow uh it's not bleeding that much it looks like it's actually now looks like it's about a, a day or two old uh due to the healing uh waters that uh asuna uh, that uh, kiaro used can I do another healing waters focus um, around her pelvis and like her abdominal arteries? Yes, you can. Okay. Um, as long as you got the key points and stuff. I do. Seven. Okay. Seven. Okay. Uh, so um, she gasps and uh, like rise in pain for a second as like as as you touch because. The, I mean, obviously, the, all of the pain is focused in uh, you know, her, her stomach and pelvis, right? Mm-hmm. And so as you do it, um, you hear what sounds like uh, some snapping uh, kind of coming together. And the bruise does look like it's even smaller, but it doesn't go away. Um, it is a deep purple, but it is now mostly focused uh, above, uh, actually near near her side towards her uh, left kidney. Okay. Is she starting to come back to it? Uh, No, she is still moderately responsive. Will doing another healing waters near her kidney bring her back? 
Might have um, to be, I don't know. I don't know. That depends on, on how you roll. What were you saying, Asna? Well, it might not be her kidney alone. I mean, the concussion's probably affecting her as well. We don't know how bad it is, remember? Yeah, but that responsiveness, it could it could be doing that. I'm worried about her bleeding internally. Now, there are other things in the healing hut that you can potentially use. I, I, wanna, I want to remind you that you are in, you know, can you are in a hospital. Can we place her in that pool? Uh, yes, you can. Will that help? Okay. <laughs> Hopefully, can't, let's try can't it. Can't hurt. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I so in my bath water. Yeah. So, oh God. so yeah. So, so as you as you guys uh, drag uh, drag your grandmother over, her arm does come back out of the socket. Um, you didn't set it quite well enough. You uh, you have learned how to form these beds. How to. Uh, recharge them and how to, you know, make them, uh, how they're supposed to be, right? You, uh, you sit there and this is going to take 10 minutes to, uh, to fully prepare the thing and clean it from limbs, injuries, and rejuvenate the water. Okay. What are the other things that are around? Um, there are, there is, there are her medicine cabinets and that have like herbal things, poultices, um, stuff used for uh, treating uh, like minor things. This bed is like the major injury thing. Um, and she doesn't really have like a surgery per se because medicine is mostly tied to magic here mm-hmm. or tied to lacing. So there are doctors, but not many of them would just cut into a, a person. And you also do not have the skill set for that. No. We've got to do everything we can. If this bed is the thing that's going to be the most effective, then we need to do that. Okay. So uh, you'll go ahead and do that. So that is going to be a ritual. Uh, mm-hmm. And that is going... You're going to have to stay there and concentrate and, and get all this stuff done. Uh, meanwhile, your grandmother is is still very injured, but she's a lot less injured than she was. She will still be uh, losing uh, health and kind of fading in and out of consciousness. And she will be making... She won't be making death saves yet because she hasn't, you know, gone completely unconscious. Uh, but she is bleeding out. And... Um, it unfortunately is not something that you can really stop because it's inside her body. But if um, I get her on the table, can but I if get you, it to stop? If you get if yes, if you're able to prepare her or prepare the, 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 the bed and get her in it and start the like rejuvenation ritual and stuff like that and get it all, you know, done together, then yes. You will be she will be able to uh, it will be able to heal her internal injuries. Okay, um, I'm doing this as fast as I can, and I'm telling Asuna to keep her awake. Okay. Okay. So uh, Asuna is uh, is going to keep is going to keep her awake. We're going to go ahead and jump to uh, Usan and Lim. So um, for the for the girls, the sounds of the definite battle outside have uh, they they have gone into complete tunnel vision and they have blocked everything out that doesn't have to do with their little world right now. Usan and Lim, however, you hear there is fighting. You hear the of 
fire, of like, literal fire blast being launched. You uh, hear like the whistle of of water whips and ice getting thrown. You also hear uh, something very familiar to Lim: giant boulders being picked up and catapulted. In addition to the large uh, explosions that are being launched from somewhere off the coast. And you guys are still standing here in the surgery. So what do you do? Well, I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna just um, talk with him because I know they're already focused. Just pretty much. I mean, we might as well go out there and try to help. I mean, we both know that she's not gonna make it. So let them have their peace, and at least they can say they tried. So let's go out there and help them. <laughs> I'm not a man of logic. <laughs> can you fight? I mean, feeling better than before, so yeah, I'm pretty sure I can be able to help you. I can't imagine all the people that are dying right now. Let's go. Yeah, I mean, personally, I'd like to have the water wand with us. That way she can heal people that are outside. People that we know are gonna, you know, kind of make it to the next day. It's very selfish, I realize. We'll do what we can. Alright, let's head out. And uh, as you guys step onto the thoroughfare... You uh, run into two guys who uh, are dressed in Earth Clan green. They are carrying what look like sacks and stuff over their head, uh, over their shoulders. They look at you, and immediately the first one launches a boulder at. Looks like it's coming at Lim. How does a twenty-two? 22, yeah, 22 definitely hits. No, that's a miss. And uh, does two damage to you. And at that point, we are going to go ahead and roll for initiative, ladies and gentlemen. So just, uh, we can do... So here's here's how we can do, because you guys are still technically in the combat area. We can have Kiaru and Asuna enter into the turn order. However, they can just hold their actions if they like. That's probably a good idea, because that also could help you kind of judge how long it's been that she's been preparing the bath. Yeah. Okay, sounds good. Yeah, that'd be good. All right. Here we go. Okay, so I'm going to go ahead and just order the turns real quick in descending order. All right, so here we go. Into first bit of combat here against your first bit of what looks like lasers. So, Asuna, you're up. Are you going to hold your action? Yeah, I'll hold my action. Okay, so we're going to have held action here, uh, and Kiaru holds her action Mm -hmm. as well, I would assume. So we're going to go down to Usan. All right. I will go and run up to the first one, and we're going to make some attacks on him. Okay. Punch him up. A seven. Uh, Let's see. Yeah, starting off strong. Uh, Seven does not hit. Mm. Unfortunately. Uh, we'll make an attack as a bonus action. Being a monk. 17. 17's gonna hit. 4 bludgeoning. 4 bludgeoning. Alright. And that is my turn. Alright, so Usan, uh, so Usan runs up there and does a strike. Does a first strike. Uh, and uh, the Earth Laser ducks, is able to duck back. But the bonus attack action, Usan's uh, right arm sort of teleports back, encased in shadow, and then rises up and uh, strikes him across the face before 
his body returns back to normal. I didn't realize we are going that in the death. I will make note. <laughs> what was that? I said, I know we are going that in the death. I'll make note. <laughs> so it's totally, it's, well, that's kind of a side effect of, of, of your thing. Sometimes you don't always get to control it. Uh, okay, so the sec so we're going down to the uh, the first uh, laser here, and he is going to go ahead and pick up a uh, pick up a rock, and actually no, he's going to do something else. We're gonna we're gonna get our first little bit of key here, guys, and I believe this is it. We're gonna use grasping earth. So uh, once that when next time an earth laser hit uh, hits them, they uh, earth latches onto the creature's feet and solidifies, holding them to the ground. The target must succeed on a strength saving throw or be restrained by the earth until the form ends. If the tar target succeeds, uh, they destroy the earth and break free. Uh, while restrained by this form, the target takes 1d6 bludgeoning damage at the start of each of, each of its turns. A creature that is restrained by your stone or one that can touch uh, the creature can use its action to make a strength check uh, to uh, help free them. So basically what that means is your buddy can help you break out of it if you're latched into it. Got it? So uh, they do that, and now uh, you don't have to make any kind of save just yet because it hasn't procced yet. Uh, they are going to do an elemental attack, which will proc it if they hit you. And let's see, elemental strike. How is a six? Six does not hit. Okay. How's a 16? That hits. <laughs> okay, 16 hits. Okay. So it's going to do one bludgeoning damage to you. A whole, whole heck of a lot of damage to you right there. Ow, ouch, um, my bones. Uh, but as, uh, as they whip out, uh, he kicks up and breaks some rock into sand and hurls it at you in like a, a thick, almost like a stream of water, but of sand. And it, uh, strikes you in the chest and it does, a. Uh, you know, it does you know, hurt a little bit, but uh, it mostly just falls to your feet. And then he looks at you, smiles, and then rotates his wrists up and grabs. And the sand turns into solid stone again and uh, goes around uh, your ankles up to your knees and holds you in place. Unless you can make uh, the... Uh, strength save here. So go ahead and give me a strength save. 12. Uh, let's see what his strength, what his key save modifier is here. Ooh, it doesn't. The, uh, their, uh, key save is 13. So Lim wow, is... One off. <laughs> yeah, I know, so close. So you go, so you, you go to break through and you take one step, you break out of one and step forward and he redoubles it and pulls back and manages to lock you uh, into place. Um, he then kicks up uh, some pebbles uh, and they start floating around your head and they start going boom, 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 and like hitting off of you, uh, potentially doing damage to you. That's just how we're going to explain in combat why you take this dam why you take the additional damage at the end of the turn. Uh, the second one when is I eventually get over there. I'm gonna make him eat these. Yeah. The second one is going to now uh, cast a, another lacing form here. It's going to be called Burst Ring. Boom. Let's see what that does. You create a wave of earth that rushes out uh, at all creatures in range. There's a 15-foot cube originating from you. 
uh, must make a strength save on a fail, they will take 2d6 bludgeoning damage and be pushed 10 feet away. Alright, so basically it's like thunder, thunder wave. It won't affect his allies, so it's going to affect Usan here. So Usan, go ahead and give me a strength, uh, strength save, please. Okay, one sec. A 14. 14, that is going to do it. You're going to, uh, that is going to save, and uh, so you're not going to be... Uh, you're rolling a 2d6, so it looks... Yeah. So you're not going to be, you're not going to be pushed back, however, you are still going to take half on that. So if we go here, and we go d6, 2, and so that is 9 halved to 3. Mm, what? I'm sorry, not 9 half to 3. I, I did I did three times three in my head for some reason, so that's why I, was I like, will Wait take a minute. four damage. Thanks. <laughs> I was like, you'll take you'll take four there. Wow, that was a weird that was a weird math slip there. All right, anyway, moving along, we go down to Lim. All right, Lim, uh, you are you are not grappled. You're restrained on the ground, so you can't move uh, until you can make a strength check. However, uh, if you do have elemental strike. Or uh, any other ranged stuff, you could still do it because only your legs are wrapped up. Well, as a non-lacer, I do not have any elemental strikes. Oh no. Hmm. Only though I'm gonna make try to make that strength that strength use that. see if I can get out. Yep. Okay, go ahead, go ahead and make a, a, a strength check here. And that is a ten. So that is that uh, does that you do not break not. three. Ugh. And you're going to take 1d6 damage from the uh, earth here. And let's see here. 1d6. Boom. Ah, I'm going to do 1 damage to you. Uh. Oh, that was actually that was actually a GM roll. That was my bad. <laughs> anyway, it does 6 to you. Don't worry about it. Oh, that's, even, that's worse, actually. Alright, so I'm gonna look around to see if there's any debris from the explosion nearby that I can reach. Um, go ahead and give me a perception check. Okay. Uh, so, there, uh, so there is some stuff, uh, but, uh, you reach down and actually you grab, uh, some of the ice, uh, and you pick it up and throw it, but by the time you throw it, it's been so hot, it just, water just flings out of your flings out of your hand and falls feebly into the man. Yeah. You 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 have thrown water at several people's uh, at, at this point. So I mean, this Sounds like just a part thing. Of, yeah, pr that's pretty much my thing here at this point. Guys, I'm a laser. Look. Splash. <laughs> now if just a rock can kind of someone could just one of them could throw a rock at me. I'll throw it right back. There we go. All right. So we go back to the top of the order. Uh because I'm assuming that would end Lim's turn. So we go to Asana, who is, I'm assuming, going to hold your turn again. Yeah. Is there anything I can do to help speed up the process for with Kiaru, or am I just kind of hanging out? You're you're basically the only thing that's keeping your grandma from making death saves right now. Okay, great. I'll keep it up. Okay. I I I don't I don't want to be that that you know fatalist about it, but like yeah, you're literally it. That's it. So. As long as I'm not useless. Yes. All right. So uh, here we go. So we're going to go ahead and move down to Kiaru. Uh, I'm going to keep on preparing until uh, you say it's ready. Okay. And so then we're going to go down to Usan now, I believe. Correct? Yes. Yeah. All right, Usan. What are you doing? All right. We'll make an attack action on the fellow to 
my right. The guy right in front of you? Yes. Alright. Go and give it to me. A seven. A uh, seven is not gonna hit. Sweeping this. Uh, we'll make... Let's make an attack as a bonus action. Alright. A twenty-one. Twenty-one. Wow, man. Uh, five bludgeoning. <laughs> five bludgeoning damage. I give him a, a good sweep. I, uh, I did a sweeping attack. Uh, I diversionary tactic, of course. So the second hit punch would hit him in the throat. <laughs> I see. There you go. And I end my All turn. right. We are going to go ahead and drop down to the next one here. So this, uh, this now Earth Laser. He is going to come up. And let's see if he can actually reach there. Can he reach? Oh, yeah. These are three. Yeah. Uh, he is going to come around and put a flanking action on Usan. And he is going to use... Um, going to expend uh, one more key point. And he is going to use uh, Grasping Earth on you. <clears throat> so I need to make a strength... Uh, or actually, so that just casts. Now he's going to take an elemental strike. Yes. How's the 13? Is a miss. 13 is a miss. Okay. So uh, he has held concentration on the bonus action, so this will be able to last... This lasts oh. for... Did the other fellow make a concentration check when I hit him? No, he did not. Could he? Did you, did you need to do a con save, or...? Uh, yes. Okay, give me one second. Uh, nat 20. He's fine. Okay. <laughs> there we go. So he takes a con... I'm sorry, my just... friend. <laughs> He's like, uh, don't mention it. Uh, moving along, uh, the guy... He... So now the one who just made the con save is going to now uh, strike and attack you... This will also proc uh, if he hits. He does a nine not. Is a miss. Uh, he's going to try again. Uh, a six oh, is also, or twenty-two is a hit. He's flanked. A twenty-two is going to hit. He now has multi-attack. A <clears throat> thrilling stratagem. So they well they they have two they have two attacks for their uh, for their thing from their level because it goes on the same principle as the monk. So he uses two. So that does two damage to you. And I need you to make a strength check real quick. A strength save. Strength save. Eight. Eight does not. Uh, so uh, he hits you again with the sand burst and uh, locks you in place. Uh, your hands are still free, though, so you can still punch them, and they are still within punching range. Yes. All right. Uh, so now we go to Lim. All righty. Let's see if I can uh, break free again. Boom. Yes, you, uh, you kick... You kick through and uh, step out powerfully from the rocks as they crumble before your mighty shins. And uh, you've got, uh, you have half your movement now for, for the rest of your turn, for the rest of this uh, turn, and you have your full actions. Alrighty, so I'm going to pick up some of the rocks that broke from around my feet. Uh, okay, you pick up uh, some of the rocks. They're, they're not very big. They're about... I guess but 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 the size of a cherry, really, not not that huge. Alright. That works for me. It's mostly just rubble. Then I am going yeah, then I'm just gonna use just make my movements. So let's see. So each of these squares are what, three feet? Yeah. Second one move my move speed's thirty, second one move like about yeah, half of that. Yep. Okay. So go ahead and uh, move there. You should be able to control it. Oh. 
Oh, for some reason it didn't do that right for you. Wow, just the the wonders of having uh, roll twenty. Thanks. There roll you go. 20. You, you should be able to control it now. Cool. You can use that action to dash, and that will give you uh, your full full movement, so you'll be able to get right into the fray. Yeah, that's probably gonna be the plan of action. Great. Flank the flanker. Okay, so now I gotta figure this out. Is he now flanked too? Why not? Well, I, I, you know, I guess, yeah, yeah, technically he would be if, if Usan turns around and, and focuses on uh, that Earth Lacer. Yeah, 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 okay, yeah. So uh, now uh, this Earth Lacer right here, uh, between Lim and uh, Usan, is uh, definitely uh, flanked. There we go. So you'll get advantage on those things. Moving along, Asuna and Kiaru hold their actions. Keep it on. And uh, that is now a grand total of 12 seconds has passed. Oh, this is going to take forever. It... Yep. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, uh, Usan. But just think about that. All this stuff has happened in, like, in mere seconds. So, just think of the Wait. speed of you guys. No, we're at 18 seconds now. 18 seconds? I thought, I thought a turn was six seconds around. Yeah, this is the third round. This is the third round. Oh, okay. Yeah. I thought this was the second round. Okay. Never Two mind. Two seconds have passed. Two <laughs> seconds have passed. <laughs> oh, my gosh. All right. So now we go down to Usan. All right. Uh, for the fellow that's flanked, I'm going to make attacks on him. Okay. Uh, you're going to take 1d6 damage. Oh, I should probably make the strength save first. I understand. Yes. As a 17. 17 is going to do it. And it has a 23 on him. Uh, 23 is a solid hit. For four bludgeoning. And I will spend the key point to go ahead and use a flurry of blows to make two more. Okay. A 20, 20. and a 20. There we go. Solid. Not nats. Dirty 20s. So Dirty. six. So six, six, and four. Alrighty. Damn. That did a solid amount of damage, and this man is bloodied. Boop. There we go. He is not looking too hot. Uh, he, as you as you strike him, poop poop poop. The third blow comes from a like third arm that's made purely of shadow, and it comes around and it does a overhand right cross hook, and it just boom plunges him uh, straight down, and he drops his bag and outroll several black orbs with fuses on them. And uh, he uh, staggers back. It's his turn now. Okay, so he's going to use Burst Ring again, which is going to create a 15-foot 15 uh, 15-foot cube around him. Um, so I need everybody to make a strength saving throw uh, or take 2d6 and get blown uh, five, uh, 10 feet away. The other fellow will get pushed as well, right? Um, you'll get pushed into him. But each creature in a 15-foot cube originally from you. Yes, but does Thunder Wave affect allies? It does. It does? Okay, then yeah, it'll, it'll affect yes. it. Because it's, ba- it's basically just redone Thunder Wave. It would also... It's not Thunder Wave, it's uh, the other one. It'll also hit Limfu. Yes, so it'll hit Usan and Limfu. He's doing just an AoE, basically. So, oh yeah, that's right, okay. But so, also hurt his friend. It also hurt his friend. Yes. 
So there's a six that does not save. Uh, Lim, I'm gonna need you to make a uh, strength save, please. Oh, I did. I got an eleven. An eleven? Okay, eleven does not save. Um, and let's see what he does on his strength save. What about his buddy? Oh, oh God! A critical fail. <laughs> Uh, so, uh, he's gonna take full damage and get knocked back ten feet, so let's just take a look at what ten feet is here real quick. Three, six, nine... I really okay. like the three feet. <laughs> it gets better every time. Yeah, so he's gonna, so, so, uh, we're gonna go ahead and round up to twelve then. So that'll be four spaces, and honestly, it looks like that's just gonna put Usan actually back in the same spot that he was in in front of that guy. <laughs> yeah, he's gonna yeah. just be next to him, right? Yeah, we literally, literally push him back. Boom, there. Uh, and then Lim, go ahead and move back 12. Solid burst, and everyone's gonna take uh, 2d6 damage. How's 7 damage all around? Nothing. Uh, that, that is actually going to bloody his colleague. Uh, let's just say they're they're gonna have some words afterwards. If they All were right. friends before, they're no longer friends now. <laughs> Probably not. Um, and uh, so now it's uh, the guy right in front of Usan. It's his turn now. That that Earth Laser, and uh, he is going to uh, use Elemental Strike on you because that's his base one, but it's at disadvantage here. Doesn't matter. Roll two twenty twos. How? How? Damn. Jesus Christ! Is that right? Yeah. Yeah, that is. Oh, okay. All right. Uh, and does five da- five uh, bludgeoning to you? To whom? To yeah. Usan. Very good. So that'll end his turn. Lim, you're up. All right. First of all, uh, prime target right over here, and I'm gonna punch him in the mouth. Okay. Go ahead and uh, roll your uh, attack. Uh, yeah, yeah, that'll hit. So go ahead and uh, it's gonna do one d one d four damage. So that uh, you you strike him, you go boom, boom, give him another cross, and uh, his eye starts to swell, his chin, his jaw is like uh, you know bruised. He is now bleeding from several abrasions on his uh, face. Moving along, Asuna. Uh, again, Kiaru again, and back to Usan. Alright. I'm gonna use my living shadow feature. Okay. As a bonus action. Alright. Uh, and I'm gonna place it uh, right here behind this fellow. And as the same part of the bonus action, I will switch places with it, leaving the shadow here, and me behind this guy, and I will attack him. Okay, so hang on a second. I gotta, I gotta make a copy. So, so we're gonna make this Usan smaller, or just put a color on it or something. That works. <laughs> <laughs> it's a baby Usan. Jesus. Oh my God. <laughs> All right. So uh, you're Usan gonna attack Jr. him with another strike. Yep. Twenty-four hits and four damage. Yes. Uh, okay. Are you gonna kill him? Uh, yes. Okay. Damn. Uh, Usan. Uh, so so basically, yeah. Let your boy yeah. get his moment here. 
murdering this guy. <laughs> yeah, I'm just going to heave. So, flits over. I'm going to go ahead, uh, sweep his legs, and then curve stomp him. Oh. As I turn Oof. on the other one. All right, yeah, well, I was going to use my uh, yeah. on my last turn, but you know, it's all good. Hold up. And, uh, yeah, he is uh, good and dead. Uh, you, as you curb stomp him, you uh, hear his neck crunch as it severs, and he gasps for a second and then is no more. And let's see, which one was that? That was him. Okay, and now we go down to this Earth Laser. Um, let's see. Now, does he have to... He knows that that's that that's a shadow of you, right? Yes, it doesn't look like a person. Okay. Uh, so he decides to just 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 pass through it and uh, go uh, go ahead to go ahead to you. Okay. Does he take any damage passing through the, no, the it is, shadow? It is simply a shadow. Simply a shadow. Okay. Uh, all right. So uh, he's then going to um, try an elemental strike on you. How's a nine? A nine is a miss. It's a miss. And that's a, a five. Critical failure is also a miss. So, uh, yes. Uh, so he, uh, yeah, he manages to to just completely with you uh let's say that the 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 shadow part of the shadow that he passed through kind of blocked his vision for a little bit and obscured him for a second and now we move down limb you're up I'm gonna move around to this guy right here and then i'm gonna go into a rage that good old-fashioned barbarian rage let's go and then I'm gonna punch this guy in the face as well I'm gonna keep on that train throat punch throat punch throat punch just throat punch him dude nah bro always gotta go for the face punch just punch uh, what, what, what did you roll 25 <laughs> a 25 uh yeah that'll do it um <laughs> alright go ahead See what's what's the lowest damage you can do here? So to roll a one, the lo well, I mean, plus bar barbarian rage gives me plus two, so the lowest I could would roll is a seven on damage. Okay, how is he? How how are you gonna kill him, or are you going to just knock him out? Mm, that's a good question, cause I def I I do want to brain this guy, but <laughs> but you know what? Nah, I'm just gonna punch I'm gonna punch him in the stomach and knock him out. Okay, so you punch him in the stomach and then follow through with a shot to the jaw, and he collapses unconscious. Uh, oh, on... so I'd have to click on this. It's okay. So damn, so that'd be eight. Well, plus the two, so that'd be ten damage right there. Yeah. Uh, yeah. No, he is. He is wellly and truly incapacitated. And with that, combat ends, and normal time flows. And just as combat ends. Another uh, fireball uh, explode. Uh, it was flying in. Hang on a second. Get that. that was five rounds of combat, so that was thirty seconds. <laughs> You'll be okay. <laughs> this is be a while. Sunday <laughs> okay. <laughs>
<laughs> and uh, let's see here. Did it do it? Oh, look, a little fireball. Yeah, that's not how it's supposed to be. <laughs> oh, oh, <laughs> that's much bigger. <laughs> and uh, lies there smoldering. It didn't hit uh, the igloo, and it didn't hit anything around there. So it's usually this would be like a like a you know a pretty big thing, but it's actually only eighteen feet. <laughs> that is. Yes, because everything's because everything's by three. Okay, fine. We're gonna. Uh, you know what? You know what? You made fun of the map. You made fun of the map too much. It's it's getting bigger now. No. That is. All right, there we go. That's how big it is now. Oh. Are, you, are you sure that building is still is still standing? Yes. <laughs> seventy. The force it of is. That? It is seventy by seventy feet. I feel <laughs> a lot larger. I feel like a lot larger now, though. <laughs> <laughs> yes, everything just like scaled up large, like just hugely. We've got uh, full okay. Gigantamaxus on. Exactly. Uh, so, uh, anyway, we're gonna is, go back. Uh, it's is your little shadow buddy feet. hanging around? What was that? Uh, yeah, he's still, still right here. Like he's just gonna like hang out with you? Uh, he dissolves after a minute. Ah. Yes. Well, he's got like thirty Psst. more seconds. He's gone. All right, so uh, <laughs> combat just ended, and a uh, as you guys like finally get through, a uh, giant fireball rains down and uh, hits the open lot area in the cross street. So uh, this this street actually goes from here down, and so on. So it just basically lands in the middle of the street, uh, tearing up the uh, tearing up a bit of the ice road as it goes. So that's what happens there. Uh, all right. So uh, there's still people screaming, and you have these two people, uh, one dead and one lying unconscious in the snow. They both drop their sacks, and one of them has glass orbs filled with uh, some kind of pebble, it looks like, some kind of, like, grain in there. And the other one is a, uh, a solid black metal with both of them having fuses. No, let's just leave that. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I will snatch them up. Very. Yeah, I'm all, I'm I gonna love take a sack, and then I I'm love metal balls. The, oh my god! All right. Uh, so I'm gonna so take a sack, you, and I'm gonna take the, one of them and just drag one of them across the ground back with me. So you'll have. Uh, so the the metal ones are fragmentation uh, grenades, not not like M67s or anything like that. <laughs> Nothing as uh, nothing uh, as an crazy. M97 grenade launcher. <laughs> yes. So, as an action, the character can throw this grenade uh, at a has to light the fuse. Bonus action: to light the fuse. Action to throw it. Um, the character uh, can uh, propel the grenade up to 60 feet away, depending on strength. Uh, depending on strength throw. Uh, each creature within a 20. A 20 feet of the exploding fragmentation grenade must make a DC 15 saving throw uh, or take 5d6 piercing damage on a failed save or half as much uh, on a successful one. Now, if you manage to get some kind of like way to propel it further, you can potentially launch it further. Uh, and you have. Wait uh, a minute. And you these have are, 20. These are thrown weapons, right? Yes, these are thrown weapons. Mm. <laughs> Shit, I'll take yes. these. Since I am a non-laser. Yes, and 
I'm not a leadster either, but I am actually a master of thrown weapons. <laughs> I can yes. throw four thrown weapons for attack. Yeah. So you so you get a fi- you'll get those and then um uh looks like uh the ones that um Lim picked up are in a glass orb and uh they glow it, as you shake it slightly it glows red for a second and then dissipates and goes back to black. Uh you've picked up uh phoenix grenades. And uh, what these do is uh, the same action. You can throw that. You have to light the fuse and uh, throw it. Uh, actually, no. These ones don't have a fuse. You. Uh, they're very unstable, though. So here's something you have to be careful with these. Um, you th- can throw the grenade. It uh, has a. Uh, it has to break, and when it breaks, it uh, exhumes phoenix fire, which will cause uh, incendiary damage. Um, which will do, um, which has the potential to, uh, burn opponents and leave them burning. Um, and they'll have to do a DC 15 dexterity save, or dexterity check to extinguish the flame and a DC 15 dexterity saving throw, um, uh, so they don't take, uh, 5d6 fire damage on that. Uh, the Phoenix stuff also has, uh, the Phoenix grenades also have another, uh, function, but you don't know that yet. I'm gonna throw those into my handy, handy back sack. Okay, I need you to make a, uh, I need you to make a, uh, dexterity check, please. I feel like I'm about to get oh, God. the you 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 sling that you sling them in and you hear a crunch. And limb bursts into flames. Oh God! That is twenty times five d six damage. Oh no! Am I hit by this since I'm standing next to him? Yes, Usan is also hit by this. How Both of them burst into flames. How much is it? Twenty times so fifty d six damage. Alright, I'm dead. Go and roll it. Yeah. Right. <laughs> okay. Twenty d six. Go and roll it. God, when I said throw, I didn't mean like actually throw. Jesus. One hundred and fifty eight damage. To oh. We are incinerated. <laughs> you are incinerated. Thank you for listening to this episode of Dice and Consequences. If you enjoyed the show, please follow, subscribe, rate, and review wherever you listen to podcasts. If you want to get in touch with us or stay up to date on any changes with the pod, please follow our Instagram at Dice and Podcast, or you can write us an email at diceandconsequences at gmail.com. Attribution for the sound effects can be found in the episode description. Theme song and outro is Firestone by Seth Baldwin. How will our heroes get out of this incendiary situation? Stay tuned for this and more content being released every other Friday. And be careful on how you describe things while you're roleplaying because it can become canon quicker than you realize.
If you ever hear any weird like scratching or anything, that's just dumpling. I don't really know what to do anymore. She's just making noise. Just making I'm noise. Make noise. I've tried eating it. <laughs> She's not really a fan of that. Its, it's name is Dumpling. I feel like it wants this. <laughs> it's what it was. It's been waiting for this. When she looks in your eyes, all she's screaming in her mind is, take me, death. Oh eat me, eat me, eat me. Consume oh me, God. please. Jesus. All right, well, no. <laughs> That's a no from me. Give the cat what it wants. It's Slash. a guinea pig. It's a guinea pig. It's a no from me, dog. Wait. They eat those in South America, don't they? It wants to. Guinea pig's not that bad. Okay, ah. shut the fuck up. Anyway, welcome to Dice and Consequences. No. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that would be a hell of a way to enter. Eat all hamsters. <laughs> Everybody talks about cooking my guinea pig since, like, literally I first got her, and I don't understand it. <laughs> Wait, this is an ongoing thing? Oh my god, every person I tell that I have a guinea pig, they show me pictures of what they look like cooked, they talk about eating her, and everything. Bruh, <laughs> oh what? God.